Yer, it's your boy, Robbie Dean, back with another one of those fire-ass episodes of Me Blanc Amigo, and this is episode 62, Wild Wild Country, yeah, in this episode, nigga, I came up with that title because uh, I just actually finished watching a Netflix documentary, literally, just before I started editing this episode. It's called Wild Wild Country. This shit is fire. I'm going to give y'all a little quick synopsis of this shit. I recommend y'all go watch this shit. This shit is about um, a, a therapist, uh, a dude who came out of India who focused on uh, meditation. Uh, he mastered, you know, his studies and whatnot, uh, started writing books, started to develop a cult following, and it got serious. He developed big boy numbers, you know what I'm saying? Sold books, et cetera, et cetera, practiced with the right people, got paid, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, he got his money all the way to fuck up to the point where people were visiting him. Uh, pretty much fast forwarding, he got ran out of his country. Uh, bro came to America I'm talking about bro had millions upon millions of dollars from book sales and all this other shit Comes to uh, America, buys 80,000 acres of land in Oregon It's in this small town that hosts uh, 40 people His 80,000 acres He tries to bring all these people there to build uh, where his religion will build He tried to build a city that eventually hold 50,000 people That was his uh, plan So uh, by the end of it, this nigga bought over legal immigrants Fucked up all type of fucked up paperwork and all this shit and you know got fucked up etc cetera, etc cetera. and it's a bunch of details i'm leaving out but my main point of it is this was the last time in america that we seen a real life cult a real life cult following you have not seen this that's what i was thinking when i was watching this documentary um what i mean is this documentary happened like when shit hit the fan and he fell off the year was 1984. He moved to Oregon and purchased this land back in 1980. Hey, you know what I'm saying? A millionaire, a nigga that's on doing this thing and has hundreds of thousands of people following him from country to country. And he was coming here to build his own religion slash cult following. We have not seen anything like that in this country since. I mean, the closest thing to me is maybe... Joel, Austin, like church people like that, but you don't see real like hardcore worshiping the human being in the flesh type of uh cult following sense. And I just wanted to speak on that shit because it's a fire ass documentary, about six hours, six episodes totaling about six hours. Well worth it during this quarantine. So I had to give y'all that synopsis in the intro. Episode 60 motherfucking 2 Wild Wild Country Another reason I took that title Episode 62 Wild Wild Country Real quick before we get up out of here This is the episode I've been recording a few episodes Got them stacked up, racked up, tacked up Packaged up to be savaged up You know what I'm saying I've been recording a few episodes This is the episode I recorded Right after uh, the Amara Arby shit happened so, in this episode, man, we talk about all types of shit around the Amara Arby case. Uh, I honestly don't remember exactly what we talked about in this episode, but I do remember it being a woke episode, and I do remember, no bullshit, I ain't gassing, but I do remember by the time I finished recording, 
damn, my bad. By the time I finished recording, I felt like this was a fire ass episode, and you know what I'm saying, or I felt like this is a good ass episode. Like we got through this bitch. So listen to this motherfucker. You already know every episode gets more litter, 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 more ah, titter, 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 and I've been saying that since episode uno, uno. Zero or zero zero uno, you already know. I've been saying this since episode one, so I don't understand why we're not the number one show in America. I'm blaming it on you niggas. It ain't me niggas, it's you niggas. But again, nigga, follow my Instagram at R O B E I W H Y. Again, that's R O B E I W H Y. And like always, like always, like always, baby. Like my shit, comment on my shit, and subscribe to my shit. Like the motherfucking white girls in the valley say. When the fuck this happened? I'm out. Shit, a few months ago. Nah. But nah, it was, yeah, it was a minute ago because I've been here like over two years. What is this? Episode what? Check, 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 check. Episode what? 62? 62. Niggas is losing count. Not niggas. I'm losing count. <laughs> Shit is crazy, man. Um, you know I love what I do, my nigga. Tell me why. Because in a situation like this, which is a one in a billion chance some shit like this will happen again in our lifetime, we have an outlet we get to go to once a week. And let it all out. Word. Let it all the fuck out. Speak how you feel. Speak how you wanna. Do what you wanna. Speak how you feel. And I repeated that. But episode 62. Last episode 61, nigga. I linked up with you on Wednesday. Yeah. Episode was eh, cool. <laughs> cool. Can't complain. What the hell you been up to ever since? Man, slow motion, you know what I mean? Doing as much as I can. Honestly, uh, shoot, what I do today, what have I really been doing? I've been, I've been focusing, man. Quarantine. I noticed that about you. Yeah, I've been really <laughs> focusing, man. I don't know what the fuck that happened in your life, but you are locking in. What's you want to know on? what happened? Well, you want to know what's going on? Honestly, you got a baby on the way? Nah. As far as I know, yeah, shouldn't have, shouldn't, I shouldn't have that problem. Thou um, should not have kids soon. Man, that'll be a few years from now, shorty, but yeah. Anyways, uh, nah, you know what it was? Yeah. I ain't been drinking. Uh, matter mm. of fact, May 14th was today, the 9th. So, yeah, five days will make 30 days. And you know me, I could drink a fifth of Henny in a night. Yeah. Or in a day, like from 12 o'clock to 12 o'clock. Shit gone. Now, one of my theories about this coronavirus lock in is this is a way to get people to fall for the advice. And fall deep into their vices and to never come back from their vices. Because mm. they say it only takes 28 days to develop an addiction. Yeah, or a habit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, a strong habit. Yeah. It takes 28 days of repetitiveness of whatever time and of what you're doing mm-hmm. to develop a habit. Right, right. 
how are you def- how were you able to defeat that habit and not fall into it deeper during quarantine that is a great question my man and honestly for me i think my purposes were a little different than anybody else's like they could say they do it recreationally because mine wasn't necessarily recreationally it became an addiction you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so i had more of a motive and purpose to want to stop <clears throat> excuse me so you know drinking and smoking i just had to you know at least cut out one of them things and i felt like that especially since uh, there's a history of it in my family it was just the best thing you know herb is natural come from the ground and all that good stuff everybody knows the benefits yeah everybody knows the cons of the you know the malicious effects of uh of alcohol you know what i mean so i cut that out plus uh trying to get to a desired weight and everything so it's just motivation uh, i know without drinking that's gonna cut out a lot right there with all that sugar especially hennessy what i used to get all the time so <clears throat> It was just a, a lifestyle change, man. And like you said, kids. I plan on having that. Like I plan not that. I plan on having some kids, like you know, in the next few years. Mm. So I want to be healthy, especially with this coronavirus going on right now. It's better to eliminate the toxins than to put more in. So it was it was kind of easy for me, man. In in that way, um, yeah. I feel like this quarantine time for most people should be time to like focus on other like focus lock in yeah lock in it gives you nothing but time and it's and i guess that's the thing like i'm fortunate to still be working so i have a lot to occupy my mind and my time in a day mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i feel like if i did not have a job first and foremost i would i would find a job yeah I, there, there's no way that i would be out here jobless yeah, not in Charlotte. Not in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I was just by it's not in too thriving yeah. right now. You can go get a job anywhere. Like I'm telling you, worst come to worst. Like I'm just thinking about a paycheck, anything to just anything. You feel me? Like yeah. come on, natural born hustlers, man. People gonna find a way. You know, there's a will, there's a way by any means necessary. But yeah, now I'm gonna be real. I've been slacking during quarantine. Slack, like, bro. I have. A lot of people are. I lived a whole nother life during quarantine. I've lived opposite of my regimen, which is work out, eat good, stay low, chill out the way. I wasn't even smoking, none of that shit right before quarantine. I've done complete opposite of everything ever since, nigga. I ain't worked out, I've been eating like shit. Life been good, nigga. I can't complain. Like, I enjoyed this, nigga. Like, yeah. you talking to somebody who's had a workout regimen for the last four to six years that had to sit down for the last two months? That's why you feel people might be able to, uh, people can just go into the deep abyss. And oh, just yeah. get I believe because I'm, I'm the opposite. Like, my habits were good traits, so I can easily see how somebody can go off the deep end. Right. Being cooped up in the house. Right. And it don't matter what your vice is. Heroin, crack, weed, liquor, food. Right. Like, you could fuck around and go off the deep end being in the house for 30 days, bro. Cabin fever. That yeah. shit is real. I think, uh, who, Jack Nicholas made a movie about that a long time? Cabin, that shit is Somebody real. Somebody even. I know Wiz made a mixtape of that shit. Bro, cabin fever is serious. I haven't been in the house for, 
I can't be in the house for too long. Like, mm-hmm. I start getting, uh, what's it called, uh, restless leg syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Not to, you know, make fun of anybody who really got that or whatever, but like, nah, my legs gotta move. After a while, like, my bones start aching. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, I gotta move. That's um, why I think it's gonna be beautiful. I talked about this shit at work this week. Like, it's gonna be beautiful when this shit ends. It is. So man. many people gonna be out the house. It's gonna. Just oh, like, you. Oh, I'm thinking about it right now. Yeah, and right. So many people gonna be out and like polite to each other yeah. and happy. And yeah. Like, it might be the '70s again, nigga. I don't know. With uh, <laughs> I don't know. '70s real peaceful. Right now, tension's running kind of hot. Ooh, I like that transition. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Let's get straight to the shits. Ugh. Ahmaud Aubrey. Damn, rest in peace. Can we have a moment of silence? You got your dryer on. Damn, can niggas hear that? Yes, I guarantee it. A moment of dryer silence for two seconds, three seconds. Mm. Rest now, Ahmaud Aubrey was in Georgia. Where exactly was he at in Georgia? I am mistaken. I want to say Duluth, but uh, I'll find out in 10 seconds. Now, Ma Arby was jogging in Georgia, and I just. He come like the shit is just crazy to me, bro. Ma Arby was jogging down this country, uh, this road in Georgia. It starts off, there's this video of this black man, and he's jogging, and he's jogging, and he's jogging, and there's this car right behind him creeping, and you're watching everything from inside the car, the video. It just kicks on randomly at him about to jog into this curb. This black man jogs into this curb, and when he comes around the blind side of this curb, he runs into... This white dude and this other white dude. One white dude was sitting, standing in the truck. He was uh, holding his pistol. The other dude was holding a rifle. He straight, like, it looks like the black dude, Amal Aubrey, he likes, he runs straight to the man and a tussle begins. And dude shot him three times and you can see the blood splatter on his shirt. And this, that, and the third. And Ahmad Aubrey dies on the scene. It happened in uh, Brunswick, Georgia. Brunswick, Georgia. Mm. You seen the video? I have, man. It was uh, it was heartbreaking, bro. It was it was infuriating. But you know, usually I don't watch shit like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I know it takes place. Um, well, not even to say that's the reason, but usually I try not to watch it just because I know it's gonna make me angry when I encounter certain people that have a certain kind of you know even though that that's wrong to do uh, not necessarily say it's wrong but you know uh who's to say that an emotion is wrong but um it just makes me it, it fills me with with anger bro and so i try not to watch it but i did watch it man it was heartbreaking man now that was the whole breakdown of the whole video i want to get straight to the shits with you yeah um this whole video look like bullshit to me bro it it from the jump it looked it looked suspicious from the fact that there was somebody following exactly in the like, car just, and the video just cuts on right there right there like so it was a little it was a little fishy to me in the first place too like this could be and that's what I'm saying it's it could make people it could infuriate people on purpose you know what I'm saying 
knowing that because the shit happens all the time. Yep. And I don't whether people get it caught on camera or not. I'm pretty sure like. Anyways, whether it's caught on camera or not, that's what I'm saying. We know the shit happens all the time. So usually I didn't watch it, but it was it just kept coming up in my feed, and I was like, boom, let me just watch it right here. You know the crazy thing you saying that is yeah. Usually when something like this happened, I let it come to me. Right. But for some reason, the morning I woke up to this, I clicked on this video and watched it. Right. For some, and I usually don't watch shit like this. Uh, Maybe you know. it's because everybody in the house more. They know people watching shit more. They, you know what I'm saying? Bruh, so I that when we come it. back to shit, it ain't going to be all peaceful. Bruh, so shit like crazy. I said, the shit is funny to me how he ran up to him. Uh, how when he shot, he instantly just had splattered blood on his shirt. Well, he shot it with a shotgun. Yeah. The shit was just like splattered on his t-shirt. Um, that looked real to me. Like... I'm gonna say like, like the the whole idea behind all of it, it, it just in the timing of it, just seems a little suspicious. Funny, but the actual video, it looked like a nigga died, or it looked like a excuse me, it looked like a black man. Rest in peace to my Iranian. So it looked like a black man was fatally killed by some racist ass people. Bro, he. They, they, they didn't even have enough conversation for altercation to happen. Exactly. He just came around the curb and... Exactly. It looked like he went for the white dude first. Nah. It, that's what I'm saying. You can't hear anything. From what I saw, like, I could... I, from what I saw, man, they weren't just coming... I don't know. It, again, it's, it's really hard. It's open to interpretation. You can't really hear much. Or, I don't know. I didn't hear much. I heard like a couple of gunshots. It looked honestly like they were hunting. You feel me? Like why, why do they just have a rifle and a shot? I mean, like a yeah, a shotgun or a rifle and a handgun. Why do they just have it in the back of a truck and just ready to shoot? You know what I'm saying? Like it looked whole, like yeah. And from what they were saying, like oh, they thought it was a, that some somebody fit the description of an armed robbery when. I think there's new word that there was no report of no that even in the area. No police report had even broken yeah. out or something. Yeah, like it was that. just yeah. a black man running down the street. Nobody had reported anything. They saw it, and maybe they was like, "Oh, there go a nigga running down the street." Uh, and then they met him down there, and they watched him kill him. You know what I'm saying? Just straight like that. Horror, like talking. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why Emmett Till just came to my mind. Talk about the '70s. Yeah, keep going back. That's what the shit. I seen some shit where, you know, the two white dudes that's involved in this killing, right? One is the son and one is the father. Yeah, I think 64 and 32 or something like that. 64 and 34 some shit like that. Some shit. Yeah. So, I seen some shit online where they got a picture of the father at a Klan rally. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Now, I couldn't confirm this shit. And to me, when you only see uh, some news like that in a situation like this online at one source, it could possibly be some bullshit. But that is something that I saw. Um, they not even, and the thing is, they not even policemen. They weren't even police, if I'm not mistaken. He was an investigator for the DA. The son. The dad. The dad was an investigator for the DA. Hmm. That's what I'm hearing. 
You know, man, I'm just going to say, look, the thing is, he was unarmed. Yeah. There was no report of anything in the area. You in Georgia, you in the South. There's a place in Texas called Whitesville, Texas. And guess what? It's all white people. And guess what? Niggas is not allowed in that bitch, bro. It's like protected by white folk. Mm-hmm. You go, you go into that area, bro. You might get you. You probably gonna get followed. <laughs> and who knows what might happen to you? Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. I got you know. It's just some somebody in my life that I know. Family member actually just told me about it. And um, you know, they in the judicial system too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so they had to defend people that were. Uh, you know, black people that might have gone into that area, anything like just crazy shit. Like, yeah, they uh, threatened her, you know what I'm saying? Just for defending somebody that, you know, in that area, anything, you know what I'm saying? Being black. And it now, was it's crazy. So that shit exists and it's strong. It ain't went nowhere. I can say I'm blessed, bro, because I'm a big black nigga. Word. I've never f- even felt the energy of a racist before. I felt like prejudiceness, but I've never felt the energy of get out of here, nigga, type of energy before. You ever felt that before? Yeah. I've never felt that before. I have. I feel like racist white people fear me. Mm. That's why races are how they are. They don't even, they can't even fathom my big black ass is even able to hold a conversation. You know what I'm saying? Or, I feel like they fear a lot of black people just in general. You know what I'm saying? Um, Just because, you know what, I heard this one thing. I heard somebody say something a long time ago. I read it. Um, It was like, why do you, they asked a white person, why do they fear, why do they think most white people fear black people. Mm-hmm. And they said because at any moment, black people could get back at them for what historically they've done. Like get was, you know, get their justice. So, you know, and uh, what's that? I forgot that one lady who said uh, it was a bunch of white people in the crowd. I think it was all white people, maybe some black people or something in there. And it said, uh, she said, I want, uh, no, what she said, she said, to all the white people, stand up if you would like to be treated how black people get treated in America. And none of the white people stood up. And, then, and then she uh, asked it again. She was like, I don't understand. Or she said, I don't think you guys understand. If you, if you want to get treated how a black person gets treated in America, please stand up. Again, mm-hmm. no one stood up. And she said, why? Because you guys know, white people know that we get treated badly. They yeah. know that what's going on. Yeah. They know that shit. I don't give a fuck mm-hmm. what no white person in the fucking world says about oh it doesn't it doesn't happen. It's not this and that. They try to justify it for their own fucking their own guilt. Their own like their own sanity to not have any guilt. Man, white people know. So at any moment they like, yeah, black people could just flip on the world. Knowing that we got power, we got money, we got guns just like them. And not to say it's gonna come to anything like that, but just hypothetically speaking, in like the worst case scenario or some shit like that, yeah, I feel like they just they fear black people for a lot of reasons. One of the main ones is all the shit that still happens to this day. I think they believe we're over aggressive. 
I think they think we're aggressive. Like, oh yeah, they definitely think that. Like they just naturally think we're just angry. They think that we like, naturally aggressive. Yeah, I think I don't like, think like they, they look at us damn near like animals, like yeah. pit bulls, like like the stigma on pit bulls. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that's how they are. the stigma is on us about our aggression. Yeah, I saw a junkie uh, on the way back to my crib. It was a black chick, and. Uh, I was just like, damn, that's how like that's how we get depicted and stuff. Yeah. Just you know, just like that, and that's how probably they look at us because they don't see otherwise. You was just playing it by J. I mean by J. Cole. Why it's a black man? Uh, what he said? What he said? Uh, damn. All right, man. You know what I'm talking about though. Get off my dick. Yeah. Uh, damn, why I want to say that uh, Jada Kiss line? Why is a brother up north better than Jordan? <laughs> I keep thinking about uh, that show. But um, now yeah, you why, see why every black man gotta be famous. Why every rich black man gotta be yeah. Why every rich black man gotta be famous. Why every broke black man gotta be nameless. That's a stereotype driven by some people up in Ariel Heights. See people scenario. Some you know, you feel me? But anyways, yeah. Why every black man gotta be famous? Why every rich black man gotta be famous? Why oh, every broke okay. black man gotta be nameless? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. Okay, yeah. Okay, I got you. Peep the stereotype. You was just singing the lyrics, nigga. Nah, I don't know that verse. I know that verse, but I don't. I don't know that part. I don't ever get that far in the song. And I gotta stop calling like you know. Shout out to Charlamagne. I gotta stop calling my Black Kings man niggas. I know he said watch what you put for real, man. It's it's you know what I'm saying. It's not that serious. It's a to each his own. You feel me? To each his own. I know people think it's like, oh, it puts this mental lock on us. No, it's not. I ain't gonna say that, but you know, it's it's just it's it still come out the mouth harsh. Like when you say bitch, you feel that shit. Like when you say nigga, you feel that shit. My only thing is, I I don't like calling. I don't even like saying nigga around white people. That's my only thing. I don't like saying. White people gonna listen to this. Yeah, and they think that they gonna be able to say it. He but said it, I, I would, I would hope that they have the understanding or the common sense to know that I'm in a room of black people in my comfort. But when I'm with you in an office or at work, I'm not gonna say nigga because I don't ever expect you to say nigga. Facts. I feel you on that. That's why I don't say it in front of white people. I feel you. I don't. I don't say it in front of white people either, uh, for that same reason. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I will give you that. If I'm, I'm not gonna say it in front of you, but motherfucker, you better not ever feel comfortable saying right. that shit in front of me. Same. Cause you ain't never heard me say it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Same here. Same here. I've done that my whole life, pretty much. But um, I ain't even get to. Uh, my parents didn't even allow me to say the n word growing up. Like say yeah. growing up. Yeah, you couldn't say at all. Which is crazy to me. I feel like you should raise your kids exactly the equivalent to what's going on outside. Yeah. You know, parenting, I'm I'm not there yet, so I can't really say. I'm going to say I think my parents did a good job, but yeah, I, I see where you're coming from on that. Like, your your child shouldn't be shocked when they step outside. Right. That's what exactly. I'm saying. Like, that, that's a bad move. Yeah. They are they already two steps behind. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Like, especially like about finances and shit like that. 
Uh, that's one thing I didn't really know too much about. That's why I majored in it because I just wanted to know more. Finance, street smarts, right? Uh, exactly, especially the street networking. Treat how you treat your peers, yep, yep. how you treat your like, bro. All yep. your kids should be yep. advanced on all that shit when they step yep. outside, yep. and you should raise them accordingly to what's going on outside, not to your room, your rules, and how you conform because that's not the world. And don't leave it up to the schools because they not even going, they ain't gonna do that. They gonna learn a whole different philosophy in them schools, where so I'm telling you, shout out I'm to out Independence. Here. I'm out here preaching like Charlotte, a king, nigga. East Charlotte, seven oh four, man. Y'all made me who I am. I love Charlotte. Now, let me ask you this. You seen this movie, Extraction, right? Yeah. How did you not like it? I ain't gonna say I ain't like it. I was, uh, you know, I was kind of... You sleepy. underwhelmed. Yeah, I was... It was... I think that's what it was. I was overwhelmed. I ain't really peep what was going on. I, I did peep what was going on, but it felt like... I just wanted to skip past certain parts just to get to the action, um, but it was decent. I liked it. Thor was Thor was decent in it. Extraction was pretty cool. So you telling me the main character is Thor? I think right. Oh, I don't know. I that's like my first time even seeing him. The white dude, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Thor. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, Extraction was pretty cool to me. I you fucks never with seen it. Thor? I don't watch like action action movies like that. No, Thor is a super. You don't watch superhero. I don't watch none of that shit. Dang. Like the most action movie you gonna get out of me is watching Avatar, nigga. <laughs> oh what? <laughs> yeah. That shit was dope. Don't Hell yeah. Like, what do you watch then? Uh, comedy, comedy movies. Word. What's the last comedy you watched? I know we off topic, but yeah. Oh, last funny movie I seen. You said you ain't never seen Thor, or even do you know what Thor is? Yeah, I know Marvel and all that shit, but I ain't, I don't watch none of that shit. Interesting. Okay, what's the last comedy? Damn, I'm trying to think. What was the last? Oh, last. It ain't just only comedies, but the last movie I seen that I wanted to see that I, you know fuck with my style of taste is a uh, Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. What is it? I feel like I seen that. That's on, the uh, Diamond movie with Adam Sandler. That oh, shit fire. I gotta see that. I fucks with that. I, I saw the preview and I was like, oh, and Adam is my man. Yeah. I dig. Bro, I dig. I fucks with that. This is one of his best performances. Yo. And the way this shit in. He played a bad guy in it, right? He played a con artist. Okay, so, yeah. Con artist. But he the main character, so. But he mean well at the end of the day. Mmm, this gonna be a good movie. Yeah, get to that as soon as you can. What did you say it was called? Uh, Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. So, uh, yeah, Extraction, man. Back to Extraction. Extraction starts off with this little kid. He's like worth some money. I never figured out what the fuck his dad do. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. Oh, he was a, I think he was just a drug lord. Either the drug lord or president or political candidate that got locked up that got hella money. Anyway, this motherfucker got a compound that's on lockdown. And his son is one of them rebel kids that want to do what he want to do. But don't understand that he's so high profile and so many people are waiting to catch him slipping. So one day they caught him slipping. And did you see how oh, they that's killed? what happened? Yeah, they, was out, they snuck out. They went to a club or some shit. They kidnapped him? 
Yeah. Did you see how they killed that nigga? Oh, Frank? that's what happened. Yeah. It's coming back to me. See, I told you I was kind of sleepy. Like it was good because it kept me up throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just kept dozing because I was sleepy as fuck. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just mm, y'all gotta watch it. Yeah. So I don't even want to say, but <laughs> damn. So you see how they killed his best friend though. That was oh brutal. God. Brutal. Imagine <clears throat> imagine being you know what I'm saying? You in that situation. That's crazy. I ain't trying to say imagine, but just He told that nigga, uh Whew. I mean, yeah, imagine. Bro whispered in his ear and said You learn to live from this mistake. Took two steps back and shot uh, him dead in his fucking dome, dog. That shit was savage as hell. So then from there, the boy kidnapped. They went and got this white super soldier nigga that just, you know, outwitted everybody, outshot everybody, did his thing, and supposedly died by the end, but you really don't know. Like, bro, the movie fire. Another good movie to watch during quarantine. I don't know what well, the nigga said he was asleep, but yeah. It was decent. It was, it was good. Decent. That's what I was saying. Yeah, it was a good it movie. Was, I can't say it was bad. It was just hard for me to follow because I was asleep. I'm probably going to watch it again. Definitely. Um, oh, shit. What the fuck going on outside? Uh, I don't know. I saw this one movie about this girl who ate glass. She had an addiction. No, she got pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. And she started eating glass. Or, like, started eating certain objects. Like, real dangerous objects. I forgot what it was called. Bruh. That shit was wild. It was a good movie, though. So, I meant to tell you, right? What's good? During extraction, right? What happened? I was at this chick crib. Oh, shit. I was watching this movie. Hmm. So, somehow, some kind of way, 15, 20 minutes into extraction, my thing comes out. Oh. Ain't no more Netflix and chill, bitch. I'm getting top, <laughs> right? So... <laughs> This movie is so good, right? Uh-huh. So, little bro gets shot at the head, in the head about 8 to 10 minutes into the movie. Mm-hmm. So, I'm getting topped off at about minute 15 of the movie. Yeah. I'm telling myself in my head, yeah, this head is so good. I'm finna savor this shit. My goal is to last the whole fucking movie. Damn. I'm gonna last the whole movie. I told myself that shit, yeah. right? Nigga, by the time I finished, I pressed pause to look at the time. That shit said 28 minutes. <laughs> like, like into the movie? Yeah. So it was like 13 minutes went nigga, by. I was like, yeah, <laughs> nigga, that shit was embarrassing, bro. Ah, Brad is what it is. That means she, uh, you know what I'm saying? Put that fire out. Yeah, yeah, she got that. that motherfucking fire out on me. Had me shivering in the bed and shit. That's what's good. You said <laughs> shivering? <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, that should be the best. Now, I wanted to ask you. <laughs> that shit funny. Six nine, man. Six nine is you finally seen him. He's emerged. Six nine has emerged. What you tell us? Nah, I'm about to know. You told you what you said actually what? that he was gonna come back and like he was gonna be trolling this shit. And I I agreed. I co-signed that because I was like, yeah, I believe it. And he back. 
This nigga. This nigga back. Got a video. This. A music got video? A song. Yeah. Shut the fuck up already. You ain't seen this shit? This nah. This nigga has like, I didn't watch it because, you know, oh, I'm a part of the God. I don't support rats movement. That fake bullshit. That I don't support. I'm fake. Well, I'm fake supporting that bullshit yeah. right now. So I ain't seen the six nine video. Ah man, nigga gonna watch it eventually. <laughs> exactly. Motherfucker gonna have like fifteen million. I don't see no. Might have one of the highest rated views. Almost. It did. Uh, it did. Uh, oh, his live I heard went did numbers. Yeah, his live did two million people, which is a record, and that video did like. 24, 19 million views or something like that in a night or a day or some shit. Word. Uh, yeah, he's doing the numbers. He's hitting all the goals. He's back to trolling everybody. Meat Mill went on a long ass paragraph rant talking about, you know, that I don't see why y'all supporting this rat. Da 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 da. I thought we was back on the real. Da 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 da. You know, you know how niggas is when they get that level type of speech. And you know, six nine just get online and get back to LOL and niggas and just that shit crazy. I didn't like, know that he was talking about Meek. Like I saw that uh, one post he said, and I know he had he was directing that to somebody and had to be what he was saying, talking about his chain and all that. That big ass shark chain. That shit I'm is sorry, huge that, and obnoxious. It, yeah, it's not. It's it's cool, <laughs> but it's to me. I would not. I even. I feel like even if I was that rich. Bruh. It's all a gimmick to me. You that rich and you gonna spend that much money. Now that must mean if you got that much just around your neck, fam, like as as such of a liability. Like you How know much what you saying? think that chain worth? I mean, for real, for real. Yeah, I, I don't to be for real, for real, I don't think it's worth as much as he said it is. Like he said it's worth what, ten million or one million or something? A million dollar chain or something like that? Like, something like that. He can say whatever he's worth. What did he pay to possess that mm-hmm. materialistic thing? That's if anything. Asking. That piece of metal. I don't... I don't know. I don't know. I said I just, he paid... It just, it just looks stupid, bro. Anywhere from 15 to 25. Okay. Yeah. 15 to 25. I don't think none of these niggas is paying that type of money for metal. When I heard it, when you hear it, it clinks. Like it, like the way it clinks, I don't know. Like I, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I haven't ever had no big ass jewelry like that. I just have a feeling that if it's gonna be some big real jewelry, it's probably it just it's gonna sound heavy. And I gotta maybe I gotta look at the video again. I only looked at it once. So, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't trying to. <laughs> support the movement. So Gooba! Is that what he says? I think so. Bruh. That's the name of it, Gooba. He back. And uh, you heard what happened? What? Um, They found out where he lived. That's what I was going to bring up. Yeah? They found out where this nigga slaying his head at already. A little girl went on Snapchat and literally was recording this nigga from his balcony as he was recording himself making a video. Told you. I told y'all. I told y'all. He was going to come back. And if he did, I gave the scenario. I said if he did, they're going to find him somewhere. He's going to put like the wrong address on his live. And look what happened. I was close. Police had to block the entire block off to extract 
<laughs> Keyword. <laughs> Extract <laughs> young 6ix9ine out of his uh, place while fans was outside waiting for him to get a, catch a glimpse of the young superstar. That man is protected. He's in a federal witness. Is he, is he a witness? Is he in a, whatever it's called? Federal witness protection? I believe so. That nigga was standing in a part of New York I ain't never heard in my life. That shit was called like Sutton, New York or some shit. Oh, he went back to New York? He was in New York. That's crazy. This nigga was at like a a, 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 a fucking beachfront type shit. Like it looked like a little bullshit one bedroom beachfront condo apartment looking shit. Imagine if he never gets touched. I'm talking about like he's what twenty six right now, twenty seven, something like that. I think it, it's it's coming to the point where it, it, he's coming becoming such a joke. Won't nobody waste their time on. I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. I'm kind of, like, I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm hating on him. I'm not hating on him at all. You know what I'm saying? It's just how he, just like anybody with money, I'm not hating that you got more money than me. I could care less. What you eat don't make me shit. But who you are, just how you move and how you operate, bro, I can't, bro. If I saw him, bro, I'm not dapping him up, man. This is like the worst shit. Like, so many young black kids have the opportunity to really learn from this situation. We've never real life seen some shit like this. Like, an attention-thirsty nigga sold his soul so badly, went so far to the extreme, and then to get out of that, did broke the ultimate G-code. Snitched on everybody. And is back at square one thriving. He even said it. He said, yeah, niggas want to call me a snitch and you do that. He's like, look at me. I got me. Look at me. Like, how does that? And like, bruh. It's sad. But the thing is, like, is he, is he, what do people truly think of him? Are people following him? Are people, people, he like, people started trolling way before him. He just was like one of the best. Trollers, like That's especially the thing, with this shit, bro. It's it's like he's becoming a real life comedy show. I don't think nobody wants to touch him at this point. It's like, why, why, why would I be the nigga to kill this nigga and go do life? Yeah. He's killing himself by the hour right now. Like, only people that like him right now is kids, and they laughing at him, and eventually they'll stop laughing. Yeah, honestly, like he's on his last bit right now, and I'm I'm just sitting back enjoying the show. I'm not riled up like everybody else. Yeah, like I see what's finna happen, and that's why I was back back to what I was saying was like, kids really have the like you will never. I don't think you will ever see this again. Like this nigga did the ultimate. No, no. Like who knows what we'll see? I don't think you will, bro. This nigga's. Like he literally sold his soul, and not in the oh I'm gonna call the devil and like you seen a real life sellout, my nigga, and he did it twice. What you he mean? he joined a gang for protection so he can troll niggas on the internet, rap niggas to get popping, and then he ratted on niggas to keep himself from going to jail. But didn't he rat on the same people that he was in a gang with? Yeah, he told everything they did. And he was funding this shit. 
I, I just it just I can't fathom how <laughs> this how you could walk the street and do that and look like bro like what and then like for it to be New York too Bruh. and then it's like oh you doing it at the perfect time because everybody indoors be you doing it at the perfect he got out at the perfect time most people indoors especially New York he matter of fact that makes sense why he in New York. Because everybody is indoors. You got these strict laws going on. Can't nobody go nowhere. Maybe one and he probably got What two. ten niggas you gonna get to pull up with you right now with pistols and shit? Mm-hmm. And where you gonna shoot it out at him with where can't nobody see you? You right. visible. Right. Everybody in the house. And ain't nobody willing to just throw they like get life over this nigga. No, like they just wanna kill him and get it over with. He it, put it sounds up. so horrible that we talking about killing him, but like yo, look what he did to niggas' lives. Like look what he did. He put niggas, the niggas he put in jail are the niggas who would fund the niggas that who would come kill him. Nobody really wants to kill him that's free right now like that. But see, I guess at the same time, I'm talking all this shit. And I don't truly know if, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know what happened. You know, I always say that just like with Michael Jackson, with all these other, with, with all this crazy shit, Whitney, all, all this shit, you know. You know uh, what's what's her name? I don't know what truly happened. So I'm, I'm, it's like I'm judging and saying what he doing. But from what it looked like, man, he snitched on his entire squad. Like he put them on and then dropped them. Yeah. He picked them up and dropped them. Picked them up to a thousand feet when they was they was just at ten feet cooling, doing their thing. From, from what it sounded like, took him to a thousand feet and dropped him. Just dropped him. Dangled him by the legs and just let him go. Now, let me ask you this. That's crazy. Because I got a real weird perspective on this shit, dog. Mm. Hit me with it. Take all your emotions from this situation out of it. Take off. Take them out. Take them out. Gone. Ooh. You have no dog in this fight. Close your eyes. Imagine you're Takashi Six Nine right now. In this moment, you've done all this shit. You've got hot. You become the number one trending topic in the world. You become that nigga. You've you've made millions on millions of dollars, and you've tried everybody and their mama, and you've built this empire, this following. You. You've, I've told you, sold everybody in school that doubted you and took you for a joke. You've done everything right, and now you throw it all away in a span of 18 months just to get back to square one. Here you are. Your baby mama hates you. Your parents disown you. Everybody in the industry don't associate with you. Every gang don't fuck with you right now. All you truly have is the label and the police. What are you doing? What are you thinking when you finally put that IG phone down and you're in isolation? What is going through your mind when you are 100% not focused on social media? I don't think if I were if I were him just put seeing if I, you know, thought how he thought, I don't think he I think all of everything he does is intentional so that he gets a reaction 
Like I, I don't, I don't, I think he's moving. I feel like he is trying to continue his trend of who he is, knowing that that he's that troller. I feel like he's got to continue to be a troll. Like he's got, you know, he's typecasted. What else can you be now? Like you can't, like especially, like especially with all this quarantine shit. Like it's, it's like, mm-hmm. the, what can you do? What mm-hmm. can you do? It's like he needs the attention. You know, it's like, oh, he can't just fall out the fair. He got out. Now he got to do something. Now it's quarantine time. I can't believe he dropped a video, bro. Gooba. I can't believe it. He dropped a video. I gotta see it, man. Man, I'm just gonna uh, watch it eventually. So I might watch it on Twitter or something. Watch the clip. That way, I ain't gonna add to the actual views of his shit. I just speaking of six nine. Uh, oh, I got something real quick. Go ahead. Was we talking about? Um, saying the N word earlier, saying it, we were right, yeah, yeah, with, yeah, uh, yeah, about Arby. How do you feel? I know this is like this is gonna come mad love for like a lot of people, and this ain't no disrespect. I just want to see what people think about it. I want I want your opinion, and uh, I want people to hear. How do you feel about six nine and like Latinos and non-black people saying the N word? But specifically Latinos. Yeah, and Latinos say it is weird to me. But they say it a lot. They do. We let them say it. But we don't say nothing to white people when they... Uh, I mean, but we be all up in white people's face when they say it. That's the funny shit to me. Why? I don't fucking know. That shit don't make no sense to me. I'm going to be honest. I never liked it. Like and I know like it, it's like it's accepted like in, yeah that's what I'm saying in the United States it's accepted by a lot of niggas especially mm-hmm. niggas up top you know what I'm saying it rolls off my tongue and it rolls off theirs because it's 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 like it's nothing it's like nigga you're not a nigga yeah <laughs> yeah what makes it like you know what I'm saying what makes it you think it's okay like if an Asian said it how would you feel exactly you know I would I feel disrespected <laughs> I, I anybody never heard an Asian say, say nigga oh. Life. I think I have before. I, I think I have before. Whether I watched say. it or I saw it in real life, I'm pretty sure I've heard an Asian say nigga. And the thing is, it's such a common word. It's in the fucking dictionary. Like, everybody says nigga. Let's face it. Everybody says that shit. Um, it's in the song. Like, one, it's in the fucking music. And that's something else, too, bro. Like, shit can go, we can go real, real, real deep when it comes down to, you know, I'm a deep ass nigga. Mm-hmm. But. It's in the music, man. Music is the biggest... It's a universal language, dog. Like, it's probably the most powerful universal language. If you can attract the people all around the world that's saying nigga yeah. in your songs, whether you saying, like, nigga, we gonna be all right, Kendrick Lamar, no matter what, it's still nigga. You feel me? And hopefully the world will get phased. And who knows? I ain't gonna say hopefully. Who knows where the words gonna go? Uh, you know what I'm saying? No, I don't know. Fucking word. It ain't going nowhere. That's why I don't trip because it's like, look who we put responsible to check this next generation of of, uh, whites, Asians, and when they say it. Look at our goofy ass black kids in these areas. These niggas ain't gonna check these motherfuckers. Like, it's getting worse and worse. Like, these goofy motherfuckers ain't gonna check them for Facts. saying that shit. Shit disappointing, yo. So you really just gotta roll with it. What you gonna do? Be 40 fighting 18-year-old white kids because they saying nigga? Like, nigga, you got work to get to tomorrow. Right. <laughs> you in a system, nigga. You fucked up. 
Hey, so I'm gonna go back to this about like the Georgia shit, and it's like <coughs> I just gotta talk about it more, man. And I just I just gotta get some shit off my chest. This is something I always thought about, man. I went to high school with this one dude, uh, you know, and again, our, our school was, you know, you know, we went to the I. Uh, our school was like pretty mixed. Uh, it was still more blacks, you know what I'm saying, by a certain percentage, but it was, you know, a good mix of Latinos, uh, whites, some Asians. Uh, your Indians, Pakistanis, like we had a good mix. Like I really liked the eye, man. That was a great experience. Mm -hmm. um, but we did was, have a good mix, man. Right? For real. Right? For That's real. why I loved it, man. Like the eye was amazing, man. It was. It was like fun to go to school. Yeah. It was. I, I enjoyed it. Like I had, it was an experience every single day, mm -hmm. man. That mall in the morning oh, was nothing. Man. Like, nothing like it, bro. Uh, you remember we had that one conversation about the craziest shit we saw, about yeah. the craziest shit that happened in high school? Mm -hmm. Anyways, not to get on that, man. Let's bring it back. Uh, mm -hmm. Fucking. Yeah, it was a dude that went there, man. I ain't going to speak no names, man. But this white dude that went there. You know, and I was, you know, I was pretty sociable. I was cool with everybody. You know what I'm saying? I had no beef. I was, you know, whatever. And uh, that cool dude, Mark, and, and I was this one dude, white dude, he was cool. You know what I'm saying? He was cool with other black people. You know what I'm saying? Um, played on the baseball team, I think. So he was cool with other black people that played on the baseball team and, and that played on the football team, whatever, whatever. <clears throat> A few years down the line, when Obama get elected. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, what it is, man. <laughs> a few years down the line, Obama get elected. That's when Facebook, that's when I was like kind of still mm -hmm. on it. Like now, mm -hmm. shit, might go on that shit like once a year. Boy, you, you, know what you, you really <laughs> found out about your white mm. friends from high school when Obama Yup. Boy, I oh swear. boy. And he was mad. He said some disrespectful shit. And I called him out. And that's when, you know, niggas actually might say something on Facebook to each other. Like now, I'm telling you, I don't never even get on that bitch. Please man. say his first name. Nah, I ain't even gonna do it, man. Man, throw his man. first name out there. I think man. it was uh I think it was Corey, man. Uh I don't know who that is. See? I, was, I, I said he throw his name out yeah. there. In the court but, of law, uh, I can't prove who the fuck that is. But yeah, man, I was just like, damn, like for real, bro. And so that just goes to show, man. You know, they're smiling your face, backstabbers. Nah, but you know, they go for anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like Shorty was telling me that the other she was like, Mark, you you'll feel the same way about black people. And I'm like, yeah, for me, it's about the principle. But at the same time, like, black people, man, come on, we, <laughs> who get it the hardest, man? We need the most help. Come on, of course I'm going to stick up for one. It's not equal. Like, you know what I'm saying? Why would you, you telling me I'm going to stick up for a white man before I stick up for my brother? Like, regardless of what he going through, he probably going through some shit. Like, we go through stress that nobody go through just when we step out. Look at what just happened. We step mm -hmm. out the door, we got the potential of getting shot and killed. Let me ask you this. Toe for toe, inch for inch, fight for fight, who has it worse? The Latino community or the black community? Blacks. Right now. Blacks. Even with the Trump shit, um... Uh, I'm gonna say mm, deportation mm. and tearing uh, apart. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say blacks. Like they have it right now, 
Uh, right you now, imagine? I'm gonna say right now probably Latinos. Okay, I'm gonna say that like right now. I was gonna say, but, could you imagine if we was all illegal, but, staying in these projects? But 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 the thing is, all. the thing is, I'm thinking about historically. Like, nah, not historically. I say right now. I know. So it's like right now, but like historically, could even to what we have become now, like we still going through shit. So it's like, yeah, at this right given point in time, you can say that it might be even. It might be even because still, yeah, and still, bro, we still hunted. Like what happened just then, you know what I'm saying? Let's let's say that it is 100% real mm-hmm. of what everybody thinks it is of two racist white men in Georgia hunting Hunt a, a black man. Yeah. And that's what, what we talking about that the other time about some rich, rich people yeah, that yeah, like want to go yeah, hunt yeah. motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you think it's real? Yes, man. Come on, man. Slavery was, what, 244 years ago? And it was, what, it lasted 244 years? However long it go it On was. the side, how you think they do it? Like, how do you think they get the black people to do it, to go hunt? Y'all already know. The cops. The cops? Yeah. That's a legal way to kill niggas. Nah, I think they, they are kidnapping these motherfuckers. Oh, yeah, they kidnap. Yeah, they like, motherfuckers that are missing on the motherfuckers who... Yeah, they kidnap people. Yeah, they hunting them on the island or some yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, doing tests and all kind of shit. They just sneak mm-hmm. here with it. Yeah, come on, man. If our government was capable of doing, they do shit and then tell us about it. They yeah. do it and they throw it in our faces, bro. They've been doing shit forever, bro. You know what I'm saying? Fucking from Black Wall Street to the Tuskegee Airmen to everything, bro. Like, come on, man. They've been doing shit to black people for the longest time. Mm. And that's why I feel like white people, a lot of people are scared because they're like, oh, man, these black people could realize that they could take over any fucking moment. We had the second largest buying power in America, bro. We could, bro. We're not in unison, though. We not. We could We could be. That's why I tweeted the other day. What if we did like Marcus Garvey and all went back? You feel me? We got to put more trust into each other. Mm. That's the issue. We don't trust each other. We don't trust nobody. That's why, yet again, I'm going to shout out my niggas, man. I'm going to shout out Zach, my nigga Zach House. I'm going to shout out Brandon Ferguson. I'm going to shout out Avery Fawcett. Shout out uh, all my homies that's out there grinding, that's bringing Charlotte in collectively, bringing homies in, bro, bringing the love in. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the artists, man, all y'all, man. Like, just everybody, man, that's doing some shit for Charlotte, man. That's dope. So, yeah, man, the love is where it's at. That's where niggas need to be, man. As a culture. Some real shit as a culture. Mm. We've been talking about this shit all episode. You feel me? Have I spoke to you about Lil TJ? Uh, nah. Tell me about him. I saw he dropped a new album, but um, I ain't get so, to click on it yet. All that 6 9 shit was supposed to lead me to speaking on Lil TJ. Mm-hmm. So Lil TJ has been trolling in a 6ix9ine-esque style in the last two weeks. Then Lil TJ puts out a project. No, first, Lil TJ trolls, pushes to the max, apologizes, then puts out a project. And it really had me thinking to myself, one of these little niggas is going to die for an album rollout. 4 one, four one. Yeah. yeah, for album roll Um, like just to do that, bro. Like they, he they, literally was on his six nine shit for about a good four days, 
he been quiet ever since. Chilling. And his album had just came out this Friday. Or last Friday. I mean, what kind of trolling, man? Like, what? You gotta tell me, because I mean... Um, does, doesn't he have glasses? I don't know. He flew out a bad bitch. He recorded her being there. He told her he wasn't gonna fly. He wasn't paying for her to get back home. Shit like that. Then he go online talking shit about a boogie and how they he ain't who he is and all this shit. Then some nigga called him up, like some OG nigga in New York called him and he got online and apologized. And then his album came out. And he been low ever since. I mean, he was talking real tough. Yo, suck my dick, you know, you old bitch ass nigga. Oh, what the, 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 what? Oh, he from New York. Okay, I'm from nah, Brunswick. He yeah. He from South Bronx. South Bronx Boogie. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, the younger generation is, is wild, man. <laughs> I'm looking at people like Snoop and T.I. and, and uh, David Banner and people that, that actually talk and got something to say. Anybody who, come on, man. I can't think of any of these young cats where I'll be like, oh, yeah. Unless they just, like, totally make a change. Mm. Like, um, I can see even the baby, but he's not, He's well, yeah, he kind of young. I forgot that he, he, like, what, 20? I forgot, but, yeah, maybe somebody like him. But a lot of these young cats, I can't really think. Maybe YBN Corday, but to the people that's really popping, you know what I'm saying, that's out here with the ignorant shit, let's, let's face it, or some shit that... You know, ain't got that much motherfucking substance in it. We ain't got no J. Cole. Imagine the young J. Cole. Them shits, is, they gems. What's the name of that Adam Sandler movie again? Hidden Gem. Hidden Gems. Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. There we go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he's a gem. You know what I'm saying? People like him. When are we going to have another one of them? I don't they, think they, it's going to happen. Oh, my goodness. I don't think it's... I don't think your traditional hip-hop star is coming. It's gonna, it's gonna come, man. Nah, it's a wrap. Damn, we always go to this topic. Is hip hop dead? Hip hop is dead, bro. It's, it's just like rock and roll. It had its forty years of dominance and it moved on. It is about to transition into something else. It's something it's new. It's gonna be like hip R and B. Yeah, it, that's exactly what it is. Hip R and B, rhythm and hot. <laughs> over, over some rhythm fucking weird ass sounds. <laughs> Like, it's like the 80s. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. They say everything comes back. So, shit. Let's see. Okay. So. What's it's time for Rate Them Bars. Uh-oh, here we go. Last episode was the introduction of Rate Them Bars. I was probably trash. You had a terrible debut, young John Wall. It's all good. I'm about to come in this bitch like young Michael. Are you ready? Let's get it. Now, before I start, I have a question. Do you have bars for me? Nah, but I can get some. So you do have bars for me. Sure. Alright, so I'ma do one, you do one. Ooh. I'ma do one, you do one. Alright. Alright. We'll go for three rounds. Mmm. Three okay. rounds. Bring your heat. Mmm. You Bring ready? My heat? Ah, uh, okay. You ready? 
Yeah, who going first? Who going first? Hold on. I'm going first. Ah. You ready? Damn, I got to come with some heat. Ah. Okay, just go. Just go, just go, just go. Because niggas probably listening like, man, if this nigga don't. Speed and fast from the past. Better yet, I know you're cured. Yeah, I know you're cured. I thought you had enough. Yeah, I thought you had enough. See you on the gram and you turning up. Bet your DM's going crazy. Yeah, it's burning up. It's a whole lot of niggas and you curving them. You might pull up in the bins, gonna swerve on them. I was trying to think who. I know that. I definitely know that. Um, rate them first and foremost to rate them. I'm gonna give them a um, three, three, three point three. Don Tolliver Company. Mm. I mm. just need your company. Mm. Hey, hey, hey. Find me. Under me, that's my joint though. Yeah. Um. I let's go. Let me see what I got. Let me see what I got. Do I need a drum roll? No, I don't. No, I don't. I should. I don't know. Just should I just do some like stuff that I know you're not gonna know? Do whatever you feel. Hmm. I got you, I got you. Uh, I'm just trying to throw you off with this one. Quiet, I be in living room cause nigga shady with my knee alone. I sing her a song, she masturbating, then bring me along. She got something to say like Larry David, but I leave alone. Oh, I gotta go, I got a baby stuck in Babylon. Niggas carry bombs and carry rabies. Who gon' speak for you? Who gon' sing your song if you don't play this? I got stress for days. Picture you go home and you that nigga but can't pay your bills. You mm. can't buy no diapers for your little one. Don't you pay for thrill. Child support is like a check away. That's it. Mm. Rate them. Mmm. <sighs> Who the fuck was that? De Niro Ferrar? Negative, sir. <coughs> Try to say a Rashad, but uh. Oh, you knew it! Yeah. Ah, you knew it! How you know it? <laughs> ah! I get uh. How you know it? I get a three eight, three eight out of five. Okay, okay. How you know it? Don't worry about what it. What you know? You looked it up. You looked it up. Yeah, I typed all them lyrics in. You, you did for real? Oh, <laughs> I want to say, damn, you knew that shit for real? Damn, I'm surprised. Well, I ain't surprised, but, you know, I put this nigga on. Yo, if you don't know, yo, look up Isaiah Rashad. He looking up something trying to get me right now. It's all good. It's all good in the hood, young sir. And shit. Oh, man, I got one for your ass. I got one for your ass, too, young sir. I'm just going to go in my library. I just pick up some of the realest ones that I 
You feel me? Here you go. You ready? Hit me with it, B. Hyper than Williams middle son Since I was a little one Moms had to put me on the Ritalin Made a swish and run Cracked the 40 then I lit a blunt Told the choke Told Chuck I had a couple raps So we kicked the drum All the best rappers are usually dead But I'm the poison soda Just to left the whoop Damn I came <laughs> Don't call on him Don't call on him Next 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 uh, let me get my face back. Run it back, man. Run that all the way back, B. Alright. I don't know all what right. you just said. Nah, I heard the I heard the beginning. It was starting hard. I'm gonna be honest, I think I know who it is already though. Who? Mac. Of course. Yeah. So you could just rate that. Um, from what I heard, minus the stumbling, <laughs> I'ma say motherfucking it. Somebody put a wet floor sign down, so <laughs> yeah, said, caution. <laughs> nah, nigga, but uh, um, rated. I give it like a three eight. Shit, maybe maybe four, man. Oh my god, maybe three nine. Right. Meet it right in the middle. You feel me? You feel me? you go. Now I don't even think I'm gonna say these lyrics right. But I'm just gonna try and do it because I, uh, this ain't one of my, um, like favorite songs, but, uh, like I heard it again the other day and, I, and it's, it might become one of them. So here it go. I just follow the code. I'm full of this path. They ain't never gonna know. This SUV limo tenant escalades. We don't roll the Chevrolets because we was up with money back. When it was ugly trying to champagne, I'ma do it, make it look a little different in the same in the same thing. Cause them niggas weren't built. I was the soundtrack to these streets when my brother got killed and they left me alone. They ain't never gonna know. Hey, I've been dealing with accepting it. Ain't gonna respect it. I've been motivated, focused, my energy been getting tested. Mm. Guilty tatted on my arm, put it on a necklace. I'm gonna get it how I want for you suggested. For what you suggested. Boom. I should've just keep going. Oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Tell them niggas I got jobs for them like it's Steve. Told them it was worth it. They ain't want, they ain't want to believe me. Uh, them niggas trying to send a message we don't receive. And it's all love for the sheep, but can't forget how they tried to trick me. That's it. I'm gonna get that. Uh, I mean, he wrapped his ass off, but I just wasn't impressed. I'm gonna give it a two five. Oh, that's, that's okay. Okay. Who's that? That's Nip. Oh, shit. Oh, nah. Part of it is. Oh, it's okay. Every Nip. Look at this nigga hurt right now. He look like, damn, I just gave Nip a two five. And this nigga just got Grammys, nigga. And you giving him a two five, man. Rest Not in peace, man. Oh, man. He meant it though. It was part of how I read it, Nip. So you know what I'm saying. Don't take it hard, Damn. He ain't cut if he ain't cluttering. My bad. If he cut, he something. My bad, Slauson. But you know it's all good though. That was Nip. Never gonna know. Your turn. Let's get it. All right. 
A love letter came through the mail. It said I missed you. I ripped it up and flushed with the tissue trying to forget you. I ain't got nothing against you. We human. We all got issues. But I'm tired of being tired of being tired. That part of me done died. I seen it then I act like that I'm blind. I'm confident it won't be one of the mine. I know emotions come with lies, so I tell the truth all the time. They got no sympathy for no bitch. I admit it that I'm rich. I'm lit. Jumping up on stages, I get 200 occasion. Bro really had fucked up the game. Nigga, we made it. Shut down the trap. I see how I made it. I'm the reason they won't rap now. I give it like a three, three. That nigga spins this hard out, huh? I say this nigga spilled this hard out. I know it was, it was, it was, it was cool, but maybe it was the delivery at the same time. But uh, it was alright. You gonna be shocked when you find out who this is? Cause you swerving down this nigga trash. Who? You don't know who this is? No. It's a little baby. Oh man. Yeah, it was like that's what I'm saying. It was alright. Like I should have given it some. I mean, it, I wasn't impressed by the lyrics. You act like he ain't got no lyrics. This nigga be speaking. Sleep. You be sleep. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, nah, it was I mean You be yeah, sleep, man. Yeah, it was alright, it was alright. You gonna fuck I, with I, a little baby yeah, one day. I'm tired of being tired of being tired. Tired of being tired of being tired of being tired. I feel you, man. It's your last pick, nigga. Let's go. I hope this is gonna be a decent pick. I don't even know. Don't ever surprise me with no nip shit. You let me know it's nip shit. That's crazy. This a game though, B. Got me like broadcasting disrespect to the late and great. How am I supposed to let you know, B? I set your ass up with some Michael Jackson. Dang, B. I'm gonna hit you with something I ain't even heard. Because I'm about to dub him too, but I gotta hit you with it. Yeah, see what you, you know what I'm saying? Let me see what this shit looking like. Oh, damn. Yeah. Too loud. They would be like, But I'm tired of being tired of being tired. Young age. You know how they get paid. We ain't got no money. Oh my damn, it's funny. Well, you gonna piss these people off. Yeah, man. Fuck it. Nah, I got one. I got one. Fuck it. I'm gonna gonna get this one right here. Uh, Yeah. I'm gonna just get this one right here. You know what I'm saying? Uh... I'm 
Ooh, I'm just trying to figure out. I just want to come down one day, round one day. Candy painted was around one day. Mm. Clown one day, show the grill, show the grill. I just want to bend the corner late night to the early morning, get an old school with some new component. Mm. Back then they didn't want me. Now then I'm swinging, they all on me. Now that I'm pulling up clean, I doubled the figure like double the cup of the lean. Mm. Glass eyes with the gleam, screams like puppets on strings. Y'all mm. know what I mean? 4 p.m. at the Kappa on swingers and adapters watching me ball, yeah. Salamander on the slab, two mile, but how are they watching me crawl, yeah. That was hard. 4-8. Ooh! Popping up twice. Trump shaking like a fistful of dice. Wrist game like a cooler of ice. Chandelier like who needs some light. UFOs like who need a ride. Don Key keep the south on the side. South side while I'm tipping on foes. Two flex when I'm slamming them doors. Top drop keep my halo exposed. Swing down. Sweet chariot. Stop. And I'm just going to stop. <laughs> who is that? You don't know? No. Nah. Oh, not even after the second little part? Probably the fucking uh, big crit. Yeah, Jesus Christ, man. The Gino, hey, would you give him a four eight? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, dude, I am not a fan of big crit. What? And it I'm was hard it. though. It was the hardest shit. Yeah, and if you hear that shit with the beat, bro, listen to this. The name of the song was called "Learned from Texas." Listen to it in the whip. I'm trying to tell you, if you got a system, in it, regardless, it's gonna quake because of how he. Master, mix and master that bitch, right? Man, I ain't trying to hear from Douglas. Who the fuck is Douglas? I always say Big Crit look like his name is Douglas. Tell me he don't. Tell a nigga don't like his name, Douglas. He could go for a Douglas. <laughs> he could go for a Doug. <laughs> yeah. There go Doug, y'all. <laughs> Country ass Doug. <laughs> Anything you want to say before we get up out of here, man? This has been a hell of an episode out of nothing. A lot of good content, a lot of great conversation. I'm, I'm confident in this one. Word. Uh, nah, man. I'm going to try to get some uh, some steps in and, uh, you know, some, some little jog run in, run with my. You know what I'm saying? We're going to see what happens, man. This uh, nigga right here, boy. You, you, nigga. I'm proud of you. Oh. One, for delivering a good episode. Two, for uh, changing your lifestyle. This nigga talking about running for a nigga, for hashtagging and shit, putting liquor down and shit. You know what I mean? Hey, but um, I got some plants now. You feel me? Got some um, books. What the fuck going on with this nigga? Hey, man, it's time to get enlightened, B. I'm already enlightened. It's been that way. It's just time to heighten the enlightenment. This nigga done changed before the money. Before the money. Got to. <laughs> uh, I was going to ask you, uh, speak on the books you got. Yeah. Hey, man, I appreciate that. I uh, just copped a few real quick. Um, <clears throat> let me see. Sound effects. Uh, the Art of War. That is the coldest book I've ever seen in my life. Just how it is. The yeah. look of it. Like I want to make that shit the cover of this episode. Have you ever seen a Quran? Yeah, you got one, right? Yeah, yeah, I've seen that shit. Yeah. That shit. The Quran is beautiful. Or the Quran I have, it is 
fucking beautiful. The Art of War by Sun Tzu. This shit is like um, it has just like a leather feel to the actual book, mm-hmm. and then it has like a gold print all around the book, and then um, the trimming on the edge of the papers is gold, so it blends in with the gold on the front of the book. So I'm talking about the literal pages have gold on them. So this shit just looks like a fucking a book of money, nigga. Like, and guess how much, bro? It's like eight bucks. It's less than ten dollars. Like this is a book I feel like people would carry with them everywhere in life. Every day, like, <laughs> this is a beautiful looking book. Yeah, like, yeah. Damn, The Art of War by Sun Tzu. Yeah. I want to read this shit. Let me crack. I can crack something. Making a different, um, making a bookshelf instead of buying one. Hmm. Do they put like mission statements at the back of books still? Um, I'm not sure. I know they put a lot of things in the front, like you know the preface and the use of spot. Nah, I'm gonna see if we can get a piece out of this. This book looks very intriguing. Just the look of it got me. Introduction, page seven. Let's go to page seven. Introduction. Mm, mm, mm. We're gonna read a little bit of this and then I'm gonna get y'all up out of here. Yeah. Sun Tzu Wu was a native of the Qi state. His art of war brought him to the notice of Holu, king of Wu. Holu said to him, I have carefully pursued your 13 chapters. <clears throat> May I submit your theory of managing soldiers to a delight test? Sun Tzu replied, you may. Holu asked, may the test be applied to women? The answer was again in the affirmative, so arrangements were made to bring 180 ladies out to the palace. Mm. Sun Tzu divided them into two companies and placed one of the king's favorite concubines at the head of each. He then bade them all take spears in the heads and address them thus. I presume you know the difference between front and back, right hand and left hand. The girl replied, yes. Sun Tzu went on, when I say eyes front, you must look straight ahead. When I say left turn, you must face towards your left hand. When I say right turn, you must face towards your right hand. When I say about turn, you must face right towards, uh, you must right, right round towards your back. Again, the girl assented. The words of command have. See, y'all think I can't read. <laughs> My eyes are trying from all this. And ain't no light right here, too, man. <laughs> I ain't even turn the light on. Read. Nah, eyes. you was killing me. I was trying. I was. I was following. I was like getting a vivid picture in my head and everything. My eyes is cactus dry, but I'm gonna finish this up because this shit done got interesting. I'm yeah, yeah, that, um, yeah, that might be the first. No, I'm gonna read Charlemagne book first. The words of command having been thus explained, he set up the halberds and battle areas in order to begin the drill. Then, to the sound of drums, he gave the order right turn, but the girl only burst out laughing. Sun Tzu said, If words of command are not clear and distant, if orders are not thoroughly understood, then the general is to blame. So he started drilling them again. And this time gave the order left turn, whereupon the girls once more burst into fits of laughter. Sun Tzu said, if the words command, if the word, if words of command are not clear and distinct, if orders are not thoroughly understood, 
the general is to blame, but if his orders are clear and the soldiers nevertheless disobey them, it is their fault of the officers. So saying he ordered the leaders to the new companies to be beheaded. Now King, alright man, this shit, uh, I ain't gonna keep boring y'all. This shit sound like an audio book. Personally, I want to read this shit, but I'm not finna uh, talk your head off. It sounds like it gets deeper and deeper. I thought it was just going to give me some draw you in type shit. Uh, I fuck with this book. When you finish this, let me read it. I got you. Uh, anything you want to say before we get up out of here? Uh, not that I can readily think of, man. Rest in peace to uh, Mr. Aubrey. And uh, y'all stay safe out there. Rest in peace to Andre Harrell. Yes. Stay dangerous. Rest in peace to Andre Harrell. Who is that? Uh, one of the co-founders of Uptown or some shit like that. What is Uptown? A uh, record label from the eight nineties. Oh, oh, Andre oh. Harrell. Oh, yeah, like the bad boy. The, yeah, the name sounded real familiar. Yeah. I just went. So, did he die from? Uh, I don't know what he died, but not from COVID. I don't believe so. Rest in peace to Little Richard. Also died today. Dang. Yeah. Uh Dang. Yeah, it's a few celebrities died, like seven in the last four days or some shit. Like Sheesh, the established last generation stars and shit. Bro, mortality is becoming more and more imminent. Like when we were young, like we honestly, I, I didn't seen one star die every decade. <laughs> That's what it felt yeah, like. Yeah, <laughs> we did not, and plus we didn't care. And it's like now, all of them. Oh my goodness, man. Little Richard died. Man. Like, the world didn't even open. care today. You know, we were watching. Uh, I was I was watching. Um, what's that called? Twilight. Short. Yeah. Vampires. Mm-hmm. Would you just imagine living forever, bro? If you could live forever, what what age would you? That'd be lovely. What I age? would go spend like. 40 years in this country, 40 years mastering language in this country, 40 years mastering mm. language in this country. Like, I would just go live everywhere, 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 and just find a new love. And I stay young looking forever, I'll just find a new love in every country. What age would you um, stay? Because you know, they don't age. So, at what age would oh, you that's a good question. decide to be a vampire? Based on me and my life, or just a general age I would want to stay? Just, I mean, just both, I guess. Well, I would say my prime, best-looking years where I'm youthful, but old enough to bag me an older thing, about 26. 26, 25, 26. I said the same thing. Because I could grow a beard at 25, 26. Word. I'm still baby face like a mom. You said you couldn't? I could. Oh, I couldn't. I could. I could grow a beard at 26 and I still was baby faced as a motherfucker. Well, I don't think I ever... Tr- I didn't start trying to grow a beard, honestly, until the my, like recent years. Like the past couple years. Like two, three yeah. years. Uh, but, yeah. Let me ask you this. What's gay? The day you woke up and turned 25, did you feel something different in you? In my mind, I think I did. And the day I turned 30, I definitely, yeah. I didn't feel nothing the day of, but there was a time when I hit 30, I was like, damn. And it, was, it wasn't it was too far after. I was like, damn, I am 30. I was like, yeah, I felt that shit. 
Bro, I feel like I had a childish mindset on life and everything that I was doing from up to 24. Yeah, it was and I went to sleep. And it was like the day I woke up and I was 25, it was more like I looked at life for more of a I got to be more professional aspect. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I was wondering because I it literally, like, I went to sleep 24, woke up at 25, and I just had this just professional sense about me ever since. You ever uh, felt like that before? Definitely. Uh, I'm going to say 25 and 30, I felt like that. Uh, it was more mental, like you were saying, um, but I felt it physically too. Because there was a time when I was 25, I was like, damn, I'm really 25. It like hit me. And there was a time when I was 30, I was like, damn, I'm really 30 physically and then also mentally. Especially when 30 came, I was like, yeah, a lot of shit. Once I hit those milestones, you just realize, like, your yeah, life has to change. I, I just feel like it. Mm-hmm. That's like, what it was. It was you, like, you got to accept the bullshit that come in life. Yeah. Do you think that, like, we as humans just, nah, I was about to say we just automatically, like, 25 is like an, uh, a human thing where you just change a little bit. That's what humans. it feels like. That's what it felt like. I like, feel like that's what you was going with. It and took I feel, over. Yeah. It's, it's like, like the 25, boom. We just... Yeah. I watched this crazy movie on Netflix or something the other day. And they were... The people were raising this, like, alien, pretty much. Mm. And they raised them... Um, dang, I forgot what I was going to say. I forgot. Let's get the fuck out of here. Oh, but no. Nah, I was going to say... Uh, the <laughs> reason why I went on that rant about that 25 and I woke up at uh 20 went to sleep at 24 with this childish mindset and woke up at 25 with yeah. this grown up mindset it was like nigga I missed that childish mindset like I really had no cares and no plans in the world like I missed that shit so much like I wanted to make something of my life and be great but like nigga, them was some fun, cool ass, reckless ass times. They were, they were, they were. But it's like rolling dice, nigga. You you do that every day, and eventually something bad happens. Yeah, you gotta grow up and stop doing the bullshit and be productive. And we gonna get out on that note. Anything you wanna say seriously before we get the fuck up out of here? Um, nah, nah. Keep it cool. Stay tuned. I appreciate you for this episode, my boy. You did your motherfucking thing, my boy. You heard not a sing. We'll be back one more time, one time. Good, 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 good. Bust them in the air, bust them in the air. I'll see you next time, young boy, real boy. Yeah. And that's going to do it for episode 62, Wild Wild Country. I want to thank every last one of y'all that made it a quarter of the way, a half of the way, a whole of the way. I appreciate you. Tune in next time. You already know every episode gets a little bit, slightly bit, tad bit, little bit, mo, 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 litter, 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 more titter, titter, titter. You already know. Follow my Instagram at R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. Again, that's R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. And like always, like always, like always, baby. Uh, Like my shit. Comment on my shit. And subscribe to my shit. Like the motherfucking white girls in the valley say. I'm out.